painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Today on Artbeat, we talk to Winona-based artist Jamie Harper, who also goes by the name Salvaged Medium. Jamie not only uses reclaimed materials to paint on, but he also uses salvaged paint. His work often incorporates the wildlife and the landscape of the Mississippi River Valley, combined with splashes of color that give his work an unmistakable look. I sat down with Jamie at Ed's No Name Bar, where his work is being shown through the end of December 2019. We discussed his work, how he came to use reclaimed materials, and making America bike again. I'm Bill Stoneberg with local artist Jamie Harper on Artbeat. So, uh, Jamie, thanks for being on the show tonight. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. And uh, you, you, you've got an unmistakable style. You know, anyone who, and anyone who's ever been to Boats and Bluegrass, you know, uh, has seen and can recognize your work, you know. I just, I was just kind of curious because, you know, I've seen your stuff hanging up at Boats a lot. And uh, how did you... Uh, start working with like salvage materials and stuff like that how did that start and how'd you get into it well uh i, I work at a school um in town here uh called riverway learning community and i uh, uh was we do a lot of project-based learning and i was working on a project and the idea uh, somewhat out of a necessity of cheap materials and you know latex latex house paint um, I knew there were some places in town I can get it for free and at that point I was using cardboard and which was also free and um, so it was in the budget and um, and plentiful and so that's kind of how it started okay uh, yeah cool cool so like and then uh, I noticed on your uh, I think it's your Facebook page or something it said uh, uh, what do they call the doors you use doors for for the paintings as well how, how did you come about with using that well, uh, one, you know, when I, when I was finished with the with the project I was working on at the time with the students using cardboard, um, I kind of enjoyed doing it. You know, I painted some examples, um, and at that point, I had never really painted. This was probably 12, 12 years ago, thirteen years ago, something like that, um, and I had never really painted. But through the process of preparing the project for them, I kind of enjoyed it, and um, so the, the first thing I painted on, I think, was. Uh, um, I knew of the Habitat for Humanity Restore in town, and I was like, "Oh, I should just go buy something from the Restore and just paint on it." And and so I, I ended up buying a door, and uh, that's kind of where it turned from a school project to a, uh, an interest in painting. And it started out with kind of smaller. Um, like cabinet doors, you know, like a foot by two foot or, right. you know, even smaller, but, you know, about that size. And, and at the time I was painting in, in my dining room in a downtown apartment, mm -hmm. which wasn't super conducive and wasn't really that easy. Um, but I didn't really know that at the time. And then I ended up moving from that place and um, had access to a garage that I turned into a studio and and everything kind of scaled up as far as size and and then kind of moved towards um, hollow core doors okay. which uh, is somewhat glamour glamour glamorized cardboard in a way I mean you know they're not that you know you I'd find them in the dumpster quite a bit or you can buy them for 
you know, a few dollars a piece. You know, and if I could either do one big one with a full-size door, I can cut them up and get smaller ones. And so that's kind of how I kind of graduated to the doors. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Cool. So, so you didn't even paint before you started that project at the school? Uh, no, no. Painting was art in general. You know, the visual arts wasn't really something I was into that much. I was I was into photography. I like to okay. take photographs, and I was into music. Uh, but as far as visual arts, not so much. And you know, uh, once I did, did that project, it kind of sparked something. <laughs> And it grew, just kind of grew from there, yeah. Wow, that is awesome. So, I mean, did you have any art experience? Because your stuff is great. I really like it, you know. Um, do you, did you have any art experience before that? Any visual art experience? No, I mean, I, I would say the the photography, you know. I, and even with the photography, I wasn't necessarily trained or I didn't take classes. But I enjoyed taking photographs. And, you know, a lot of times people would see photographs that I had taken, which this was before digital really you know um people would see some of the photographs and you know a lot you know had people had said i had like a a good eye for photography which i didn't really know what i was doing it was just something that i don't know that just the balance of things i guess i don't i don't know and it definitely transfers over well uh for painting as far as you know composition and building composition And, and even when i first started painting i didn't have any I, I never thought about composition it was just kind of a I just did it and right. and you know, I'd look at some of those older ones and there were still I look back and it's like oh weird that that does have some balance you know it was just kind of yeah just kind of a weird thing I don't know so just kind of natural really <laughs> yeah I mean I definitely definitely uh not train you know and actually more recently I've been, uh, you know, our school has kind of formalized art a little more, and you know, we have art, an art teacher that you know does does um, does art with cla- with students, and I end up sitting in those, those classes, and I'm getting more out of that than I ever had gotten any sort of formal training. Oh, wow. um, yeah, it's it's kind of exciting to take those classes with these junior high kids. You know, like, yeah, it's like junior high and high school students I, I feel like I'm immersed in it and, and really learning something and it, it's kind of made me think like what would happen if I went back and studied after you know I've been painting now for about 10 years um, so I definitely am interested in, in learning more about it for sure yeah well, I think that's probably key in a lot of uh, a lot of endeavors people take on you know I mean uh, if you have that interest and passion to learn more, you're just going to... It seems like... I mean, I'm looking around and I'm thinking, oh, how the heck did this guy just start doing this without any experience before, you know? I mean, so that's... I, it blows my mind, man. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, at least from where I'm at, where I, you know, where, where, where I'm at now with it, it's, it's definitely been trial and error and repetition, you know, because, I mean, I... I um, I don't have a I don't have a count on how many paintings I've done since right. I've started, but I would be willing to 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 guess it's you know over 500. Oh yeah. I mean a fair amount, you know. Right. I think that I have I think I have 80 paintings in this exhibit. Oh wow. Um, so it's definitely you know a, a trial and error and repetition practice, you know at least to where I've where I'm at now and and I, I mean I do paint fast so it's yeah. it, I'm a, it's a pretty for me it's a pretty fast process um, which helps to enable it 
to, right. to, to paint a, a, that quantity. Right. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Do you, so when you're painting, do you like, uh, especially since you had an interest in photography, do you like work off of photographs or do you just, or does it all just come from your mind or how does that work? Or like, do you do plain air? I mean, how's it work? Yeah, it's, uh, I'd say it's, it's both. Yeah. You know, um, um, I'll use photographs, uh, to get ideas for things. Uh, other, otherwise I'll, I'll just do things. And then after, you know, after, um, again, the repetition, I might not need to look at the images as much anymore. It's more, you know, yeah. Cool. Cool. And, and you have a lot of stuff that's like, um, uh, wildlife and a lot of stuff that involves, uh, water and things like that. Um, have you always felt like a connection to like water and wildlife or is that something that, that just kind of evolved or? Yeah, it, it came, you know, I'd say it came a little later, uh, moving to Winona, definitely. And, and leading up to moving to Winona, I mean, that was part of the reason I chose this area. I'm, fr- I, I'm from outside of west of Chicago, about okay. 50 miles. And um, as I was kind of finishing high school and trying to figure out what I was going to do next, um, I just had a feeling of, of kind of wanting to to get out of that of that area. I mean... You know, I really liked it. I liked the people. I you know family, friends. It was hard to leave, uh, but I, I was definitely drawn to uh, water and 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 rivers in particular, really. Um, and then once I moved here, it really I could tell the people. It was different. You know, like the way people thought, the way people thought about the environment, the way people thought about um, their food, the way people thought about a lot of things was very different. It was very noticeable. And I ended up, I got a job fairly recently or fairly, uh, close to after I had moved here to at the, uh, uh bluff country co-op and that solidified. I mean, it was, I, I sensed it when I moved here and then when I got involved with the co-op. Um, it really changed my perspective on a lot of things real fast, you know, to see people care about food was like, it was not really in my, consciousness i guess and um so that's a that was a big that was a big part of it uh and i was studying sociology and history at winona state and um i kind of got into social and environmental activism through that that course of studies it was i was you know i was taking i was taking an international relations class the september 11th you know and it, it, it you know it was very powerful and i was working at i was working at the co-op when it actually happened you know so looking back at it there's these very powerful things that changed the course of my direction for sure um and then with the school and working at the school that um changed a lot too because the school has an environmental perspective um and that's kind of how i got linked up with the school originally um and so yeah the environment is really important to me and i feel like i feel like you know the materials itself is 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 part of that mm-hmm. for sure i mean that's a it's a very conscious decision to use reclaimed materials you know um and then to choose subject matter that's also nature based and local it's a lot of local species local landscapes right. um this you know river valley mm-hmm. uh, is intentional I, you know and i've done some shows up up north duluth area and and so i um, got into painting um, that area and region as well. Um, 
but yeah, it, it definitely is very environmental focused and um, and intentional in that way. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's kind of you know I th- I find it kind of fascinating that you know um, the reclaimed materials kind of started out of necessity, but yet it really it just fits. It seems like with your your vision and your constitution of what you believe, right? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And and um, it's it's nice to, as far as like with the students, you know, it's a it's a good example for them of like things that can be done with reclaimed materials. You know, because like like we're studying climate change at the school um, under the the idea that it's real and it's caused by humans, and we're a part of it. And you know, and for me, like you know, being an adult that to be an example for them, like, like, yeah, there's a lot of things wrong and a lot of people are doing bad things and people need to make changes. And, and I, I, you know, I'm not perfect in any regard, you know, to, uh, resource use and materials and, you know, but I, I, you know, I, I try my best and try to do what I can. And, um, you know, and, and I guess, you know, the art is one, one, one way to do it one way to show it um and so yeah it's really it's really important to me in that in that regards for sure yeah right right well that's great i mean i think it's um god i don't know how to put it but uh uh to have someone like you in our community who's doing this hard work and then working with kids with that attitude i mean that's just a beautiful thing man that's great yeah well yeah thank you i you know it's um i i feel fortunate to be able to do it you know, like to be able to, uh, you know, to be able to be engaged with, with young, with young people. Um, and I mean, I, I really feel like we're living through some pretty, pretty crazy times and pretty, um, important thing decisions need to be made to guide us into certain directions, you know? And so, I mean, if I can learn from them and they can learn from me, um, I think that's a very, fortunate thing yeah i think it's a very fortunate thing yes yes i would agree for sure and then um i want to get back to uh you know i mentioned that your your work is often at boats and bluegrass too um how'd you get hooked up with that gig because that's really cool i mean and i always look forward to seeing what you got up there too every year yeah um well it it started out um it kind of just you know when i started painting it it kind of came on fast as far as you know i started painting and um and like kind of i don't know just displaying it at some pretty locally with friends and like pretty small situations but um the the folks who founded boats and bluegrass and ran it uh were really good friends of mine and you know and they had asked if i'd want to set up a batch of paintings this was probably like maybe the third year the third year of boats and bluegrass and so it was a pretty small little setup and it it kind of grew from there and i you know each year they always seemed really happy with it and i was i always enjoyed doing it and it's a great place to um get my artwork seen by a lot of people outside of winona people from winona but also a lot of people come to the event from all over the midwest um so it was nice in that regards and um and so I just kind of kept working with them, and they kept inviting me back. And it was kind of a, I think it was a reciprocally good right. um, situation. And um, so it's been, it's been fantastic. It's a, it's a, we're really fortunate to live in Winona that, you know, to have, 
to have that caliber of an event. Um, and so for me to be able to be a part of it and show my art is, is I feel really fortunate to be able to do that for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. And it seems like such a perfect fit too, because it's right on the river, you know, I mean, I think a lot of us that go to that festival share a lot of similar attitudes and stuff. So, you know, and you have the wildlife and the fish and it's just seems like a great fit. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very like, yeah, very like, like-minded people right. yeah it, it, it works out it works out really well yeah and then i noticed um that you have a series here ah there it is uh, make america bike again so uh how did that kind of come about what inspired that uh i mean you know obviously make america anything you know comes okay. from a certain source <laughs> and i mean just to to be blunt he he, he makes me fairly nauseous and uh I feel like there's a lot of hypocrisies, you know, and I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, like going back to the idea of the, the climate change and, you know, people need to make different choices and decisions. Our society needs to make different choices, you know, whether it's food, whether it's transportation, it's energy, how we, um, all, all of these things, um, and, and so, you know, it was partially, partially I needed to paint paintings for that particular wall. And so is, you know, the part of the process, a lot of times when I paint something, I, I, if, if I'm able to like, to paint for a particular spot where it's going to go, I do that, I do that quite a bit. Um, and so that wall in particular, I was kind of excited to use that wall because it, it, um, it had always had artwork that stayed up at Ed's and so I, I had never put art on it and so those paintings came down and so I was kind of excited to to do something there and and uh, at the time it was we were doing working with students with climate for about climate change and um, and so that was kind of the idea that I came up with and um, yeah so it's just a, a series I think there's 17 17 different paintings that are all bikes and they're you know red white and blue and and, part of it it's it's for me i i know like i should bike more you know i i you know i i know like i said i i don't i'm not perfect i and you know i need to not use grocery bags i need to you know i've definitely made changes in my life that i feel like you know for the for the better i don't you know i try i don't eat fast food i don't buy coffee without my cup that i use over and over you know i mean there's all kinds of things but it's you know i feel like those paintings is also for me to like you know try to be better as well you know i don't i don't want to like tell people what to do you know but it's definitely i I have strong feelings Uh about that stuff yeah for sure yeah well and you know and you put ideas out there and hopefully things spread you know yeah yeah i mean i uh after the uh the global climate march uh the greta thunberg led young people led um uh the walkout it was you know mid-september um we had students engaged in that and we were you know it was a teaching teaching moment for sure to, to learn about it um and i i had i i we did it i mean we did a, a lesson on how to paint signs like how to paint protest signs oh, wow. you know cool. and it was a really fun it was a really fun thing you know and it really got me thinking and and i i was gonna do a, a wall of protest signs and you know and which i may i I would still like to do that i think that would be a fun i think that would be a fun uh project to take on you know to just do a series of 
of signs. You know, I, I have a bunch that I've just yeah. painted, you know, as they came up and events came up that I would go to and just mm -hmm. paint a sign. But to consciously do a bunch of them, would, I think it would be a fun thing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That would be cool. Looking yeah. forward to that at the next exhibit. <laughs> All right. So this is kind of a personal question I just wanted to ask you, you know. Um, I've seen uh, in several of your works you uh, depict on uh, northern pike you know among you have other fish too but there's there's several that i've seen that are northern pike yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and uh, i hope to someday own one of them and hang it on my wall but uh what is it about northern pike that kind of inspires you i mean how does that come about yeah it's interesting you know like part of part of the reason i wanted to move up here in this area not only the mississippi river but i had a good friend growing up uh as since i was in kindergarten that his family had land in um, northern Wisconsin. And I wasn't a big fisherman as a kid, really. Um, but I would go up with him and his family, and we would go fish on this lake, and it was the first time I'd ever caught up northern. It was crazy. You know, I was like, holy smokes, like, this is different, you know. And, and, and really growing uh, through school, you know, we, I would go up with him and his family, but then it graduated into, like, you know, us group of friends in high school would go up for like, you know, the week, you know, we would take a, make a vacation out of it and, you know, and, and fish. And, um, so that's, that was kind of my first connection. And then recently, um, I had bought, uh, I had gotten a boat and, um, it kind of re-sparked some of the fishing mm -hmm. that, you know, and, and, um, and so, you know, I take the boat out in the backwaters and, and we were catching just like, yeah, we would just catch these monster northerns and it was just wild. And so I definitely have a, a connection to that fish in particular. Nice. And they're, they're fun. I, I like painting fish. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, like setting up a wall, they're, they're nice because they're long and skinny. They, right. they can fill an area. They change the dynamic of the wall a little bit. They, you know, they you put them below a painting with water. It's kind of like the fish is Ooh. under the water, you know, right, like. Right. So I, I like to paint fish. I like to paint series of fish, you know, like. Um, and you know, pe other people like them as well. You know, like right. people who, people who like fish, like them. And, you know, and, you know, like so, and they so they sell. Right. You know, people people enjoy them. So it's cool. it, it, so it's again reciprocally nice. Is there is there a place online that people can go and like um, uh, view your work and maybe uh, find out a little bit more about you and where you might have exhibits? Yeah, I mean, at this at this point, um, my main. Uh, Internet presence is a Facebook art page under uh, Salvaged Medium. Sounds good. So I uh, just want to let everyone know um, we're down at Ed's No Name Bar. Uh, Jamie Harper here has an uh, exhibit going on, and it runs through uh, the end of December. So get down here and check it out. A lot of really cool stuff. And uh, thanks so much for being with us today, Jamie. Uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Thanks for your interest in my work. I appreciate it. Thanks again to Jamie Harper for joining us today on Artbeat. To see some of Jamie's work, look for Salvaged Medium on Facebook. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 12.30 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from artist Jamie Harper on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.
Is art an important part of your life? Find podcasts of Artbeat and all your favorite KQAL shows at kqal.org. Artbeat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.